0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the ITN Business Extra podcast. It's a special episode because we are talking among ourselves for once. Uh, As storytellers, we spend a lot of our time uh, talking to our partners, telling their stories and helping getting their messages out there. But actually today we're just going to indulge ourselves for a moment or two and talk about what we do here at ITN Business. I'm Duncan Golostani, a presenter here at ITN Business, and I have a panel of my esteemed colleagues. Emily, one of our executive producers, Shannon, a senior producer, and Jamie, a programming director. Welcome to you all.
1: Thank Thank you. you.
2: Thank you.
0: First of all, let me just focus on that word, storytelling. What, for you, Does storytelling mean? Because it can be interpreted in so many different ways in different settings. But for you, what does storytelling mean? Shannon, I'm going to come to you first.
3: For me, storytelling is about an emotional connection. It's about imparting information, yes, and that is very important to us and what we do. Um, We make business to business content, we make um, business to consumer content. And that really matters, but that emotional connection, that personal storytelling, those case studies who can really talk about their lived experience, that for me
0: is at the heart of storytelling. Jamie, as one of our more outward-facing members of the team, when you're dealing with partners, how do you take that emotional pitch uh, that we just heard there from Shannon, but put it into a business setting?
2: I think the, about the power of storytelling and how from a very young age we're told stories and they can have a sense of meaning and, and, and lasting legacy. Uh, I think as humans we, we like hearing from other humans, we like interacting and I think storytelling is obviously the, the the method and the mode that we use because it can bring out people's individuality, their characteristics, we can dive into their individual roles which of course is feeding into the particular stories that we're looking for, um, given the type of program we're working on, as well, all those individual stories make up the kind of the wider ambition of, a, of an organization.
1: What I like to do as a producer and how we as a production team work is speaking to our partners, finding out their stories, and finding out the best way to tell that during their films. Because what we want to create is a film that people watch and take away one or two key points that will stay with them. So hopefully they will be thinking about the film that they've seen and they will come back to it and maybe tell someone else about it and think, well, actually, that's what I learned from that film. That's what resonated with me and that's what made a, made a difference.
0: So I'm going to make a confession. You're all talking beautifully about emotional connection. I love going out on shoots where stuff is happening where pipes are being laid, where people are soldering things, where things are being loaded on a lorry. And I know that the camera operators love it too.
3: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I did a film two years ago on waste management. I mean, never have I spent so much time looking at trash before, but I loved it and the whole process of it. Um, and, and, you know, I think along those lines, sometimes shoots can present some technical you know, challenges to us. Uh, I was on a shoot last week. We were doing the Three Peaks Challenge on the Yorkshire Dales and filming, scrambling up mountains in the mist and strong wind creates difficult terrain for filming. And that was really also super exciting um, to try and solve those problems.
0: I don't want to lower the tone, but ever since Shannon mentioned a program about waste management, I've reminded me that (laughs) one of you, sent me to what was known locally as the poo lab. But actually it was really interesting because it was all about gut health, um, which we, of course we know is, is so key to, um, to, to your wider health. Um, But yeah, thank you. Whoever sent me out on, on, on that shoot.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's such a rich tapestry of, of content that we have. It's, fascinating how you know the visuals really add to the story and they're super important and when we have great stuff to film and rich visuals that really is satisfying and equally so are those quiet moments when maybe we've got this person who's just literally really telling their lived experience to bring those things together it yeah it's just it's it's an amazing kind of thing And i think we shouldn't
2: ignore the fact that on these shoots, we've got very capable um, individuals. We've got, you know, one wonderful producers and, and presenters and, and camera operators. And I've been on a few, and, and that expertise um, and that experience really kind of shines through. Um, sometimes we're very lucky to have wonderful backdrops or visuals or there's a certain aesthetic which might lend itself well to the to the finished article. other times we might be somewhat limited um, but it's amazing what we can try and capture in you know camera shots and angles. Yeah. well
3: yeah on that note I'd like to give a shout out to our editors um, because they are the hardest working edit team. they are absolutely fantastic. I'll give another example. I recorded something not too long ago um, and I came out thinking, I don't know I'd, I'm not sure I'm not sure about that. And send it off to edit, and it came back, and I was like, "Wow!" They are magicians, aren't they? Just literally, they elevated it and made it into like exactly what I wanted, only better. And the partner is super happy, and I'm super happy. And it, it, yeah, shout out to our
0: editors. Well, let's talk about the studio space from from editing to to live unfolding events and live recordings. Um, because actually that's a completely different format, isn't it? But can really, really help people uh, tell their stories and get their messages across.
1: Absolutely. We're lucky to be filming in the ITN building. Um, we host all our programmes from, from this building. Um, we have um, a presenter for each programme. As you know, Duncan, you're one of, our, one of our presenters. Um, and we introduce all of the elements, as you would, on a, on a standard news programme. Um, but we also have studio interviews. So we can invite people into the studio where people can, can tell their stories. And it's just a different way um, rather than going out on location.
0: And you know what? Sometimes I think people can feel a little bit intimidated when they come to the big ITN studios. When I started years ago, someone said it's always important that people have a good day when we're working with them. And I didn't quite understand. But actually, whether it's in the studios or whether it's out and about on locations and filming, people really do have a good day because they're getting to show off what they do
3: yeah, I think there's also a sense of like camaraderie. We're all in this together. And 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 I have to say that's another thing I love about this job is that going on these shoots, you meet people, you spend a kind of short but very intense amount of time with them. And it's um it's really quite rewarding. And and even when things go wrong and things will go wrong, we have to deal with that stuff but you're you're in it together you feel like a team you really and that's i think why emily said earlier a partner is a good word because that's how you feel on these shoots very much like you're in a partnership together
1: absolutely
3: we did a shoot, didn't we, Duncan? Was it last year or this year? Where you, it was last year, where you were, um, we positioned you like sort of in the middle of a road with um, I'm traffic. I'm still coughing
0: from that shot. <laughs>
3: with traffic coming at you, oh, no, it was very safe um, because he was actually on a little island within the road. But the way we shot it, you couldn't really tell that. And so it was a we, beautiful shot. Well, it was a beautiful shot, and at one point, it did look like a bus was coming, <laughs> was coming right for Duncan. Health and safety, <laughs> were on <to> you? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, but uh, yeah, trickery
0: how do we take then that concept of storytelling and put it into the digital space? How important is storytelling in a digital space?
1: So we are absolutely flooded with video content, articles, information, everywhere we turn, we've got it in our our pockets. The key is connecting with people on an emotional level and it's having that power to engage for people to tell their stories so people can come away having learned something from the content that they watch but it's getting the right content for the right platform. I agree with you and I think
3: I think one of the other things about the digital age is the pace at which content is being both created and digested. I've got children who are 18 and 20 and they're their ability to process information is so fast and so it reminds us always to be as brief as we can and to um, get to the point but get to the point beautifully those narratives those long narratives that I love um, have their place but in a digital world the pace is very different and we need to be sensitive to that and I think I think we do get that right pretty often.
2: Just to follow on for Shannon's last point there's a key word I think we can't forget authenticity uh I think, you know, with, with authentic storytelling we can um allow the individual stories to be uh to, to be enjoyed. Um and also when we think about, you know, things like brand values. Um, and what organisations want to get across, you know, these videos have to be insightful, uh, full of facts, full of personality, and, and full of you know charisma, um, but also short. You know, we want to we want to captivate, we want to wow, we want to inspire, we want to educate. But I think they're kind of key points we need to think about with uh, storytelling in a, in a in a digital age.
0: I wonder, is there a tension slightly in that you're trying to engage and trying to be insightful? but it has to be kept short and it has to be grabby. So how do you balance those those two competing things?
3: I think that's a brilliant question. And I think for us as producers, that's a challenge often because we are case study led in what we do. And it makes people more comfortable to kind of uh, have written out what they're going to say and maybe they've rehearsed it and memorized it. But we, we really, really discourage that because um, we want that real authentic conversation. But then to be able to say to them, We'd like you to get that excellent point you've just made across, but in half the time or even in a quarter of the time. um, That is a challenge, and we work on that constantly. Some people are really good at being brief. I am not, but some people are. And, uh, you know, so it is a struggle, and I think there is a tension there. But the beauty of
1: the content that we create is the people that we speak to, the stories that we tell, people are so passionate about what they do, um, and they they want to tell their stories.
2: That passion is very authentic and is absolutely clear um, with the, the, the type of storytelling that we were, um, we we're a part of.
0: As someone who often goes out and does these interviews and meets the people that you all have brilliantly um, uh, set up as contributors, the one thing I often say to people is don't you know worry about having lots of facts and figures and statistics that you think tell the story of your organisation. The best thing... I can get from you is emotion and the passion that you're talking about and that is something that you don't have to script you don't have to rehearse and that is something that an audience connects with it's trying to get that connection isn't it
3: i i think that's true and i think one of the other sort of advantages that we have here at itn is drawing on this bank of professional journalists who are experts at interviewing people I think any great interviewer will say that getting a story starts with listening. And if you're a really good listener, you're able to draw people out. I think it's such a powerful thing to listen to someone. And I think that applies to us and the way we interact with our partners. I think from the beginning, the first contact, um, which would be Jamie's side of things, that it's really hearing what's important to you. What do you want to say? And then we pick up that thread. And how can we help you say that?
1: And the beauty of our new style programming films is we do have three elements. So we have the interviewees that can put across the key messages. We do have the reporter's script where you are able to bring in more facts and information. But we do have the pictures and another cliché, a picture speaks a thousand words, and that is absolutely right.
0: And quite often you can work in a multi-platform way, can't you? That It's like the raw ingredients, if you like, that comes from the ground is the footage and the sound um, that we might go and gather, but then that can be tailored and formatted in so many different ways for so many different audiences. Uh, and, and that's got to be of interest, hasn't it, to partners?
2: Absolutely. We've got all this wonderful material. We've got these really captivating stories, um, and they are feeding into the, the programmes, the projects, the campaigns, the awareness days throughout the entire year. Um, but, but to your to your point, Duncan, absolutely. Early yesterday, we were at a live event. Um, in in Olympia. uh, And that was a chance for us to have a bit of a showcase of a wider program, bringing in some of our partners, you know, sharing those stories to captivated audiences, audiences that kind of work within those sectors. They want to hear from some of their peers um, about their pain points, their kind of their shared beliefs, uh, the opportunities within that certain sector, so I think kind of a live audience is a really, really useful platform for us to share this content and then have the kind of the, 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 the very curated campaigns to follow, making sure we 're reaching audiences that that matter to to our program partners but also to the wider industry
1: and We create content to support the marketing campaigns as well the The films are around four minutes, but we can create special social media edits so that we can push the films out in a social media space and it does resonate with different audiences
0: the beauty is that these stories this content it lives on doesn't it in in podcasts in in videos online on websites on social media I'm always amazed at the way stories that I did years ago come back around to me via one platform or another so actually that initial work can really really live on into the future can't it?
3: Yeah I think it can and I think the other thing that we try to do is to balance the realities and the challenges that people are facing with stories of positive work in action and sometimes it's it's through innovation or clinical research or or uh, you know subject matter experts who can come in and really speak to what is in the pipeline or what's coming in the future and And for people who are living those realities, that brings them hope. And I think that is a really unique thing that we can do. And that is drawing on our backgrounds as a news organization to do that.
0: I'm always amazed when I go to present the programs in the studio uh, and I read the introductions, just how many different angles we have coming at a topic area. Large scale, medium scale, small scale, local, national, international, it's, it's, it's like we have a topic area and then it is covered in so many different ways with so many different layers and texture to the storytelling that it, it is almost forensic. And I guess, Jamie, that starts with you, doesn't it? That when you're talking to partners, you're talking about what they might be able to contribute in, in this particular area, in this field.
2: Absolutely, it's always done in a very positive, informative, uplifting way. It's it's kind of finding those stories that are going to illustrate those that are um, pioneering for positive development in that given space. Whether that's something in the medical field, whether it's about apprenticeships, whether it's something around sustainability, and for that reason alone, we've got a team of researchers, kind of ears to the ground, um, listening and learning about the type of stories that we would like to bring onto the program and, and. we're always canvassing and, and striving for a real variety of, of story and perspective. And it could be uh, an academic voice, you know, universities, uh, research and development institutions, those within industry, those that are very much on, on on the front line in, in you know, promoting a new product or they've got that case study or they've got a certain collaboration which they're very um, excited to share. And we, we take all of that and that's very much fed into... Um, the, the, the wider narrative and the wider edit, editorial pieces for the, for the, for the programme in its finished form as well. The joyful
0: thing about going out to tell people's stories and to interview them and to film with them is that often it's a day where they get to celebrate what they do and shine a light on what they do, and that's always really heartening.
1: Absolutely, and and our crews spend a whole day um, at a location. Um, they interview three or four people when they're there and it's what we want and what they want is a balance of different voices so having someone maybe from a senior perspective to give an overarching view of what they're talking about and having someone who is maybe new to the to the sector and finding out what they hope to achieve and that Tells a really, really powerful story, and then maybe a third party as well to find out from the other perspective how they work together um, to achieve these outcomes, um, and 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 show what what they are, what they're doing together as a company.
2: Just um, adding to that, Emily, is that you know these programs. Um, some of them will involve filming internationally. You know, it's not just the kind of key focus here on 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 the UK. And a lot of these global stories and, and global perspectives are, I think, of, of huge interest to our audience. Um, and it just allows us to, um, I suppose, think about our, our purpose here in producing some really positive, uplifting stories, not just here in the UK, but uh, very much um, on the international playing field as well.
0: Well, that's so important, isn't it? You want to get this content out there to audiences to be seen. So let's talk momentarily about marketing and how we share those stories, what are the strategies that you employ to make sure this reaches people?
1: We talked about the word partnership a lot. That is very much at the core of what we do, that we partner with associations, we partner with editorial partners, we partner with a whole host of individual companies. And your, your question about marketing, we work really closely with all of them to make sure that the programmes are getting to to the right people that are interested in this content and want to view this content and we work with different um different campaigns different platforms so that the the content is out there and is seen by the right people
0: okay we've talked a lot about our new style programming and our content that often fits into wider themes or for particular sectors But actually, things don't have to be part of something to have their stories told. They can be standalone, can't they?
1: ITN Business is part of the ITN production company. We create content for a whole array of different platforms. We can create short social media content. We can create longer films. We've worked with companies um, to create corporate video content. um, We create live Events, live locations, we can create contents for awards. I think the what I'm trying to say is we can create anything that people want us to. It depends on what their aim is, what their objectives are, um, and there is a video piece of content for it.
0: Any content anywhere?: Absolutely. There's a tagline for you.
1: <laughs> That's good.
0: Finally, I wonder if we can do a quick fire. your favorite memory could be picture interview or story that you've worked on I'll give you a chance to think and I'll go first I was sent to a shoot in Germany a few years ago for a man having brain surgery while conscious and he was he was almost sat up as if he was in a dentist chair with I think about 15 doctors behind his head and we had the privilege of being on the other side filming him and they were they were trying different electrical um, pulses to different parts of his brain to see if they could work with him um, and his Parkinson's and as they were trying different frequencies his hands were moving uh, in different ways and it was just absolutely stunning for me that was a classic ITN business shoot it was innovative and it had access and that just always comes to my mind.
3: Gosh, that is a great question. There are so many. I mean, I, I think we are so lucky in what we do and, and getting to experience all these different things like you've just described. Um, I would say for me, the pinnacle was earlier this year working on International Women's Day. We did in the studio a panel interview with um, three female filmmakers. It was Sally El Husseini, Wad Al-Khatib, and um, Basma Khalifa, and technically we had a lot going on because we had some people remoting in from different parts of the world, and um, we had someone in the studio, and uh, it was Louise Minchin was doing the um, interview, and it just was one of those moments where I think everyone was so quiet and so focused and listening so carefully, and part of that was that Wad is Syrian, And, you know, it was in the wake of the earthquake in Syria. And so her personal storytelling was just so incredibly powerful. I mean, they all were. They were all very powerful.
0: It is a privilege, isn't it? Being able to tap all these amazing people uh, with their amazing knowledge on a daily basis from such a wide variety.
1: You're right. It is a privilege to to tell the stories that we're telling. I've been on the team for quite a few years now. I've made lots of different programs and different films. We create programmes for so many different sectors, healthcare, technology, sustainability, engineering, the apprenticeship programme, um, anything where people are so passionate about what they're doing.
0: Jamie, standout moment from the last few years?
2: Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, they're working on a men's mental health programme, something that's very close to to me and my, 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 uh, my heart and my family. Um, so I think that was really, really uh, great to be part of and just really emotive stories. Genuinely, like hearing these people feeling so much better from just being a a chance to share these experiences with people. We
0: help people be heard, don't we? Which is wonderful. Absolutely. This has been absolutely fascinating. Um, Lots of content made over the last few years and lots of content in the pipeline. And you can see it all on the ITN Business Hub. Thank you very much for listening. Jamie Shannon and Emily, and I'm Duncan Golostani. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Thanks.
2: Thanks.